0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for joining me on another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. And today, we are going to talk about how to boost your masculinity with the six neurological levels of NLP. So, this is a concept that was created by Robert Diltz, and I've tweaked it a little bit with my coach. We've worked on this quite a bit over the years to make me more masculine because, God bless, I was a pussy. I would get bit by a mosquito and hyperextend my vagina, dude. I was a complete pussy, but I was able to man up, become the silverback that I am today because of working on things like this. So I want to take you guys through this. It's really cool. And what we do is we basically go through different aspects of your life, environment, behaviors, capabilities, values, identities, and your purpose to get you in alignment with your masculine self. And what happens when you become more masculine, you become more attractive to women. And that's one of the big purposes, purposes? Yeah, let's go with it, of this podcast is to get you guys good with women, but also... To make you happier. And I found that guys, oftentimes who are depressed, not feeling like they have a lot of energy, what's at issue there is the lack of masculinity, lack of testosterone. Uh, John, my partner, back when this podcast first began, had an article that said a lack of masculinity is the reason for all your problems. It's pretty extreme and I think it's pretty clickbaity, but I kind of agree with it. You know, it, for me, when I got my masculinity in check, It really improved my life. So what do you say we jump right into it? That's right. No plugs this time. not going to ask for a review because I know you guys are getting sick of that. But if you could leave me a review, I'd appreciate it. Oh, I slipped it in there. Slipped it in there like a dude does to a girl who's been given special K. Those fucking assholes. I would love to see a dude trying to do that to a chick. And then I walk up behind him and I choke him out. Choke his ass out. It's like a dream come true. I just I just really want to choke somebody out, man. I've been practicing my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for so long I want to choke somebody out and that's part of becoming more masculine. So let's get into it. All right, environment. Now, the first thing I want you guys to consider is your environment. Where you live, specifically your room, okay? So, is your room masculine? Do you have posters all over the place and flowers and little ornaments and that little statue of my little pony on your desk and cute little sentimental things all over your room? Or is it Spartan? There's a reason for that word Spartan is because a masculine room is very utilitarian. It's not designed around being pretty. It's designed around being functional. Now, there is a look to a masculine room that looks really cool. It looks really streamlined and clean and functional. And it's not just, you know, basically a jail cell where there's nothing in it. But I want you to consider like how masculine is that room of yours because your environment affects your masculinity. Literally where you're living, the kind of environment you're in affects your testosterone. It really does. So some things that are feminine are, like I said, lots of decorations maybe a poster of your favorite singer, Justin Bieber, with like the corner hanging off and then there's like spider webs between the corner and the wall. Bro, you bring a girl into a room like that, she's gonna get turned off by it. Like, what color are your sheets? Be honest with me, man, you're rocking the pink sheets, aren't you? Gotta throw away those pink sheets, man. We wanna go with gray, black, white, very utilitarian, useful, okay? So I want you to maximize up the masculinity in your room, redecorate it, shift it around, get rid of the little knickknacks. I mean, I just did that on my desk. I had this, like one of those like salt lamps, fucking chuck that thing, man, chuck it out the window and hit some passerby walking her dog. Like fuck this thing. Ow! oh shit. Lawsuit coming. But you got to get rid of all that, that like, you know, feminine kind of things in your room. And also it's important to have a man cave. Okay, so one of the big things about creating an environment is creating a place that's just yours. Now, I don't know what your living situation is. Probably most of you guys are living alone or living with roommates, but you need to have your cave and your alone time. See, in my house, the entire basement is mine. I have my office down here. I have my room down here. And then I have a room for my bird down here. And like the girl is not allowed down here. Unless she knocks. I actually have a, a lock on my door. Bitch, get the fuck out. You got to knock or text first and you better give me 24-hour written notification that you're going to come into my man cave. When you walk down the steps, right at the bottom of the stairs is a fucking picture of Leonidas the Spartan, this awesome um, like painting that I have right there. And then you turn right and you look above my bed and it says, never out of the fight in big letters above my wall. And uh, I do have a Buddha statue because I really like Buddha. And then you come into my office and there's just like war stuff everywhere, right? It says on my wall, harden the fuck up with the guys storming the beaches Normandy. On my table is a Spartan helmet. There's one lamp. You know, it's very utilitarian and useful. But when you bring a girl into that kind of environment, it's going to turn her on. It feels like a man cave, right? That's what you want to have for yourself. After you lift weights... After you do some manly activities, you need to recharge your testosterone, go into your man cave. Nobody's allowed in there. If they come in there, they're getting the obligatory choke out that you're going to learn in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because you're going to go train in fighting after we talk about what's next. All right. So adjust your environment, your car. Come on, bro. Be honest. You're driving the freaking pink Kia. What is it? What is my nanny drive? Kia Soul. I think Kia Soul. Yeah, she's got the little white Kia Soul. Oh, how cute! Fuck that. We want to get a lifted Forerunner on some 17-inch rims. Don't don't lift your truck too much, cause then you know the whole small penis thing. But how manly is your car? How clean is your car? If it's dirty, that's feminine. I keep it really clean. Actually, the detail guy is coming tomorrow. Fucking dial it in. I got, I literally have an ax in my car that's attached to a bug out bag. Like if the shit hits the fan, I have a bug out bag in my car. I have a medical kit in there. I have a um, fire extinguisher. And of course, gotta have the gun, dude. Got my Glock 43 in a holster under my steering wheel. And it was epic, man. I was driving in the mountains this weekend and I was shooting my gun out my window. That's some manly shit. Don't tell the Forest Service. So you want to have your car be very masculine as well. All right. Behaviors. What kind of behavior are you exhibiting that's either masculine or feminine? All right. So some masculine behaviors include meditation. Surprisingly, Uh, masculinity pours out. okay, And femininity takes in. Meditation is the clearing out of thoughts, isn't it? So imagine the penis clearing out the cum. It, it pours outward, that's what masculinity does. We pour our energy into women, women receive it. The vagina goes inward, receives the cum, right? So meditation is the clearing out of, it's not the accumulation of, it's the clearing out of. So it's a very masculine practice and it does raise your testosterone. Another quick side thing about meditation, Is it actually makes your frontal lobe grow, and your frontal lobe is what's responsible for happiness and joy. So they found that people who meditate regularly, like Buddhist monks and stuff, they're very joyful for a lot of reasons, but partially because of that, the frontal lobe is actually growing and they feel more joy. But meditation is a very masculine thing. So I'd suggest making that part of your daily behavior. Anything that has to do with the intellect is also very masculine, right? Science, Math, engineering, solving problems. Being a mechanic is very masculine. Being a um, my my good buddy who I go hunting with, he's a handyman. The guy's amazing, man. And then when we go into the woods, he like comes up with all these ingenious ways to you know improve our camping situation. I love that guy, man. He fixes everything. I have another buddy who's a master mechanic at a Ford dealership. He came over and did some work on my forerunner, fixed it really quickly. That's masculine. That's what women are attracted to. Also, competitive sports are very masculine, obviously. I mean, what is really like football, either American football or football over there in Europe, it's basically war, isn't it? And what's interesting to me is we were always very tribal And we always get really passionate about our sports teams, almost like it's our tribe. That's because we have a tribal mentality and it's very masculine. So being in competitive sports, lifting weights, doing these things in your day-to-day behaviors, right? Having confidence, not talking all the time, not complaining, being very stalwart and kind of stern with how you are. That's a very masculine behavior. Mowing the lawn, throwing out the trash driving is actually masculine, leading women, leading other men. These are behaviors that you want to cultivate in order to boost your masculinity and thus boost your testosterone and of course, most importantly become more attractive to women. One other thing where behavior is concerned, listening to a woman without trying to solve her problems. This is called Venus talk. Venus talk originally created by John Gray, it's something that my girlfriend and I do every night. She comes home, talks to me about her job. I just sit there and I just stare at her mouth and she talks uh, between you and me. No, no, I listen. I'm not going to say I don't. I listen. I just shut up and listen. Then we hug it out. This is literally what you do, guys. So when you get in a relationship, try this. You hug her for 10 seconds, then you smack her ass and you go down to your man cave, recharge your testosterone, She goes out into the garden and does some garden work, recharges her estrogen, and then at night we bang like a couple of bunnies, man, because of the polarity, right? I go into my masculine, she goes into her feminine, and then my boner's the size of the Statue of Liberty and her squish mitten is wetter than the Costa Rican rainforest, bro. It's on like Donkey Kong. All right, next is skills and capabilities. Skills are things kind of what I mentioned in behaviors like math, logical thought, Uh, lifting weights, capabilities where you're like fixing stuff, shooting, shooting guns is a really uh, masculine thing. Sharpening knives, in my opinion, is really masculine. I like to do like wilderness bushcrafts kind of stuff, which is like, um, for those of you who don't know, like primitive living skills, starting a fire without matches, just with wood, finding water, navigation, building traps, doing all these wilderness living skills. And I'm really interested in it and, you know, building fires and stuff and just standing there looking at the fire. It's like bush television. And and that really boosts your testosterone. You build a shelter or like you hoist a bunch of wood up to the camp and fucking saw it off with your chainsaw. I mean, goddamn, how damn masculine is that? Hunting, in my opinion, is really masculine. So these are some things you can get into to make yourself more masculine. Also, and you guys probably knew I was going to say this, is learning how to fight. Okay, I suggest Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or Muay Thai kickboxing. And when you learn how to fight, God bless, that gets you into your masculinity. I mean, after I'm done with a class of BJJ, when we do Randori, which is rolling, uh, I need to speak in layman terms here. When we wrestle with each other and you choke somebody out, you you literally could have just killed that guy. And he knows it. And there's that kind of warrior understanding that's underneath the surface that seriously boosts your masculinity. Unfortunately, my knee is still fucked up, so I haven't gone back yet, but I'll be back soon, man. Never going to quit. And that's part of values and beliefs. Never fucking quit. Okay. Masculinity is towards oriented, which means it goes towards its goals. It's optimistic. It's thinking about what can go right, not what can go wrong. Thinking about what can go wrong is part of the feminine domain, okay? That's why the girl, and and I just had this happen. I went up into the woods a couple weeks ago with three girls. One of the girls, this really cute little blonde named Lindsay, kept asking like, aren't fires illegal right now? And I was like, fuck it, let's light it. Aren't there bears around here? Yeah, there's bear shit over there. I hope the bear comes in here. I'm going to fucking gaff him, right? And, And she's worrying about things and pointing out, the things that could go wrong and that's the feminine place they're supposed to do that they're supposed to rein us in as men remember when we were kids what did your mom always say oh be careful johnny be careful brian don't do that don't forget your jacket that's what a woman does and that's good that's necessary but as men we focus on towards like let me go towards my goals don't worry mom i'm not going to get cold everything is going to work out just relax okay so I value going towards my goals. I value crushing things. I value being a silverback gorilla. I value making a difference in other people's lives. I value my integrity, my honor. Have you guys ever seen that movie Gladiator? If you haven't, go ahead and hit yourself in the face so that you fly upward through a skylight. It's the best fucking movie ever made. The best. It's all about Maximus. And he kept saying throughout the movie, strength and honor. Maximus was one of the most masculine characters you could possibly see and look at the way he behaves he's very confident he often has a a serious look on his face he walks with like a silverback gorilla does he knows he's the shit he's very utilitarian he goes towards his goal he's giving of his self for a bigger cause and that's what honor is is it's giving over yourself for a bigger cause like this podcast Bro, I do three podcasts a week and it it takes it out of me in addition to the coaching clients, but I give you guys everything I have. Like this whole speech I'm giving right now, like I took a couple of hours to prepare this because I really wanna give myself to you. Because again, that's what masculinity does. It gives outward, right? I'm literally spraying my ideas all over your face, okay? And that's that's what the masculine does. So it's the giving yourself, it's being honorable, it's being a go-giver going up to her and giving her good energy, giving her good conversation, giving her your masculine presence. And if that plane crashes or there's a fire in your neighborhood, who's the first motherfucker that's going to run into that burning house? You. God damn it. It better be you. If there's a car crash, I want you stopping and, and getting out of your car, grabbing your medical kit, running over there and saving every motherfucker in there. That's your job as a man. And guys have been emasculated so much that they drive by the car and the car crash and say, oh, I'm glad I wasn't in it. Oh, Sarah, I'm so scared. Fuck that, dude. You got to save every motherfucker in that crash. That's what a masculine guy does. All right. Identities. Do you believe you're the type of person who could be good with women? A lot of the times we have issues where, say, for example, I have an Indian client. Actually, I actually have a couple Indian clients from India. And they believe that because they're Indian, their identity, they can't attract white women. So they have an identity that they're unattractive because of their ethnicity. Well, we need to shift that. You literally choose your beliefs. Whether you choose shitty beliefs or good beliefs, it's all the same. It's all an illusion. So when we are getting into our masculinity, bro, you got to choose an identity that is beneficial to you, not detrimental to you. Literally. Look at all your belief systems and say, you know what, I'm going to throw this one out and I'm going to pick this new one. I'm going to throw that one out and pick this new one. This one right here is good. Let me ameliorate it a little bit. Let me build it up a little bit and become this way. If you like white girls and you're Indian or Asian or or black or whatever excuse you have in your head as to why you can't get white girls, fuck that. Some white girls have Asian fetishes. Some white girls have black fetishes. Some white girls have Indian fetishes and the other way around. When I was in Japan, there were a lot of girls who were like obsessed with me because I was a gaijin. I was a white guy. So we need to choose the belief systems that we want to have as men. And what's interesting is your reality will reflect your belief system. So as I've said many times, you are literally creating your reality with the thoughts that are going inside your head via the law of attraction. So when you believe that you are a champion, when you believe that you are attractive, even if you are Indian, even if you're short, fat, skinny, bald, whatever excuse you're making to yourself, if you say, fuck that, I'm not going to buy into it. I'm instead going to believe that I am attractive. Then you know what? You will be attractive. That's how it works. First you think of the picture, then you paint it, then you step inside it. And as a man, it's your job to do that. Men create men build men lead and it's your job to lead yourself even within the masculine and feminine dynamic within yourself that fucking masculine spartan warrior that's inside of you right now better be leading that little girl because if she's leading then that may be why you're depressed that may be why you're overweight that may be why you're not having success with women is because the internal dynamic within yourself between the masculine and the feminine is not working together and in fact the woman is leading and or they're fighting against each other one foot on the gas one foot on the brake and that's why you're stifled that's why you're not getting success you need to have the masculine lead all right and finally your purpose so your purpose in my opinion should always be selfless okay if you have a selfless purpose then you know you're on the right track now selfless means helping other people whether you help other people by, ins- by selling insurance, flying a helicopter in order to fix power lines, being a doctor, being a veterinarian, or being like me, a coach. When you have a purpose that helps others and tries to better this world, not take away from it, not just work for the almighty dollar, but instead benefit this world by putting value as your most precious gift that you give to the world, then you're on purpose, okay? A masculine man has a purpose that goes beyond himself. Once again, he is giving, giving of himself, right? It's like the warrior in the Indian tribe who sacrifices himself for the greater good of the tribe. It's like the, the army ant that sacrifices himself for the nest or the worker bee that sacrifices himself for the nest. And that's why in my 100th episode, The Spartan King, which I strongly suggest you listen to if you want to get massively into your masculinity, He says that we sacrifice for the benefit of the good. And what man wouldn't give everything dear to him to stand with us shoulder to shoulder right now? That's a warrior. A warrior is in your heart. You can feel it right now as I'm talking. I can feel it. Man, I just want to go to battle with you, bro. And that reminds me. I had a dream the other night, dude. I had a dream that all you guys... The unapologetic man brotherhood, all of us were in the phalanx together, the Spartan phalanx, shield to shield as brothers, shoulder to shoulder. And we were marching in a battle. Dude, it was the sickest dream I ever had. All you listeners, you right now, bro, like I'm talking about you, you were shoulder to shoulder with me. We were in the phalanx together going to fight an enemy. It was the sickest dream I ever had, man. I woke up kind of with a tear in my eye, bro, because like I was so moved. A tear in my non shooting eye. Don't get it confused. My non-shooting eye. There was a little tear in there, but wipe that shit away, flick it away. Get the fuck out of here, you pussy ass tear. Anyway, man, I had that dream and it moved me so much and it inspired me to continue forward with the podcast. And I'm getting so much love from you guys with the reviews and the emails. And, you know, if you want to leave me a review, I'd greatly appreciate it. Email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I'll blast you a bunch of cool shit. But, you know, your purpose is really important to figure that out. And, you know, if you haven't figured that out yet, that's okay. You can have many purposes working up to your purpose. But in my opinion, a masculine man, a man who's truly in his masculinity rooted in it, will have a purpose that is beyond himself. Even if it means just having a family and sacrificing himself for the good of his family, that's what a man does. All right, guys. So those were the six neurological levels of NLP and how to leverage them to make yourself more masculine. Once again, when we get more masculine, we A, get more attractive to women, B, we feel much better, and C, you're going to be a lot healthier because your hormones are going to be in balance. Your testosterone versus your estrogen versus your progesterone versus your oxytocin. I don't know. I don't know the fourth one. Just pretend I said something cool and you're like, damn, this guy really knows his different hormone levels. He's so educated. Once again, guys, I I really do appreciate you. And that dream I had, I'm serious. All of you listeners, we were all in that phalanx together. There was like 10,000 of us, 50 shields deep, 1,000 across, all marching into battle together. Are you serious? That was the sickest dream ever. And uh, I'm just so moved by you guys to support me and keep listening. I'm going to come swing in with another epic podcast on Friday. And once again, I do appreciate you so much. I know your time is valuable and I thank you for investing it in this podcast. So I'll see you in the next one, guys. Thanks again for listening.